Love Yours, an experimental podcast. Welcome back to Love Yours, season three. I'm your host, Charlotte Tahira, and this is the final episode of the season. This season, we've been reading Chidira Egare, aka The Slumflowers, What a Time to Be Alone. Now, on last week's episode, we were talking about gratitude. We have spoke about love and pride, the need and want for love, enjoying the season, being kind, the ride or die mentality, being honest with yourself, the fixer mentality. I mean, we've been on a whole journey. And I can't believe the journey's almost over. If you've just joined us, please go back to episode one and listen to the introduction because this episode is the conclusion. And I'm going through the final pages of Chidera's book. So, the final pages. Chidera talks about forming attachments to expectations only create disappointment. This is a massive problem of mine. I think from the research I've done and the therapy I've been in, based on experiences I've had as a child, my attachment style as an adult has played out as quite an anxious one. So I form attachments easily and especially around expectations. I'm often left disappointed and not just in romantic expectations, across the board in all my relationships, family, friends colleagues associates I think it comes back to me always expecting people to treat me how I treat them and then being disappointed when they don't and so Chidera stresses that you can't have attachments to expectations for this reason she says you should focus on yourself rather than how you think you should react she says when you love a person detach yourself from your expectations of how they should react to your affection and instead focus on what this feeling means to you because eventually everyone will disappoint us which is so true even if it's not their intention disappointment from people is inevitable I'm learning that 100% Chidira also stresses that controlling our expectations help us control our reality and you should lower your expectations of others and raise your expectations of yourself I've definitely been trying to do that since reading what a time to be alone because ultimately I can't control anyone except myself I can't even control my two-year-old he had full-on tantrums this morning couldn't control it so if I can't control my own child who is currently a toddler what makes me think I can control a full-grown adult whether that be a parent a colleague a casual a core shaker and the sooner I accept that and stop thinking I can have these expectations these great expectations from people the happier I will be she also goes on to say that anybody who wastes your time is actually wasting their own time too and links that back to you know karma I never really thought about it like that I always thought that they're wasting my time and it's like a game to them but it's true time wasted is time wasted and when I think of all the time wasters I actually put an indirect up on my socials over the weekend it was dedicating a song I said dedicating this song to all the waste man who wasted my time and if you get offended perhaps you're one of them and it does feel frustrating when you feel like someone has wasted your time 
but it is so true that whatever time they've wasted of yours especially if they don't get the outcome that they intended well it's a waste of their time too and karma's going to get them and it's going to waste their time double when they really need that time back I really genuinely believe in sometimes accepting that the universe will pay them back. Chadira also emphasizes never settle for lazy love. You deserve better. And goes on to talk about feeling forgotten. As I spoke about in episode one, this happened to me in 2022. She says you'll only ever feel forgotten when you're around the wrong people. And that makes so much sense. And that is why I cut down my inner circle in half and in half again. Because that quarter of my circle in comparison to the whole circle were the only people who in my lowest of low, when I wasn't living my best life, when I wasn't inviting them on a motive, when it wasn't all about shots and dancing and adventure, they didn't forget me. They made me feel seen and loved and remembered even when I didn't see love or remember myself. So if you have someone, family, friend, colleague, core shaker casual who makes you feel forgotten, they're not meant to be around you. They're the wrong person for you. Gosh, we're really getting through the book now. We're almost at the end. And Shadira goes on to talk about becoming your own peace and entertainment and getting lost in yourself. This is now my Sundays. So I have two to three days a week where I'm free from being a mother and Sundays are usually one of them I don't make plans on Sundays sometimes I make plans with myself of what I want to achieve but I have purposely set aside Sundays and don't get me wrong sometimes I do feel very lonely on a Sunday sometimes I do reminisce about that being quite a family day and the fact that that doesn't exist anymore but most Sundays I just have such peace or entertainment whether that's binging a Netflix series listening to my favorite music going out and socializing sleeping I get lost in myself on Sundays and you know what it really starts my week correct I used to hate Mondays and I don't anymore because I have a wholesome full me my day Sunday So by Monday, I'm ready to get back involved. I'm re-energized, I'm refreshed, I'm feeling good. It's so important for you to be able to enjoy your own company. It's taken me a long, long time to learn this. Charlotte 10 years ago hated being alone. The thought of being alone, why? Why would I choose to be alone when I can be with people? But the peace Sundays bring to me, I can't describe it. Talking of peace, Jadira then goes on to say, don't let people make you feel your reaction to their toxic behavior is because you are the problem. I've had this recently, you know, with my casual. Being called dramatic or I'm overreacting or I'm being sensitive. And if it wasn't for reading this book at this current time, I would have definitely taken that on board and felt like they were right and they were accurate in labelling how I was behaving. But thank God for Chidira Egare because what I realised instead was, no, you're acting toxic and you didn't expect me to call you on it. And so now I have, you're acting like I'm the problem and it's not true. 
In fact, being able to label my emotions based on your behavior and how you're treating me shows how emotionally intelligent and self-aware I am. And actually, the fact you can't see what you're doing is not okay says more about you than it does about me. And talking of this casual, Chidira goes on to say, out of the wine comes the truth. Drunk texts and calls. There are truth behind those actions. Oh, I definitely did a drunk 11 phone calls to a casual a couple weeks ago. What is wrong with me? But the truth is, I spent three weeks trying to get over this casual and with one drunken phone call revealed to them that I'm not over it. And I think that's what she means when she says, out of the wine comes the truth. But she also flags, just be cautious because just because they're drunk and they're saying the things that they know you want to hear that doesn't mean they've changed their behavior maybe the intention's there but getting drunk does not give you a personality transplant we've all been there drunk called said how we really feel woke up the next day and thought what the hell was i doing so just remember that just because you say it when you're drunk there'll be some truth to it but it doesn't mean what you say when you're drunk is the truth And so I carry on reading. I'm literally a handful of pages from the end of the book now. And Shadira talks about mistakes being a must. She said they build perspective, character and experience. As someone who's made plenty of mistakes throughout their lifetime, I'm full of (laughs) perspective, character and experience. But the key is, once you make your mistakes, do you learn from them? And how do you implement what you've learned into the next relationship, interaction, person? Because even though you've made a mistake and you do everything you can to rectify it and learn from it, that doesn't mean the person who was impacted by your mistake has to forgive you. And you have to be at peace with that. And you have to accept that that's okay. I just know moving forward, I don't need to make those same mistakes with someone new to hurt them or impact them in a negative way and when you're on the other side of someone else's mistake Chidira stresses that it's okay to change your mind about people you're allowed to outgrow them don't let people pressure you into forgiving them because until you've forgiven yourself you won't be able to truly forgive them so let me use my casual as an example basically I really was beating myself up for allowing myself to be vulnerable, to be open, to share so much of my life with them. I really beat myself up and I've kept telling myself, like, you've got to be more guarded. You've got to change, like, who you are. You can't be like this with new people. But it was only reading this book that made me realise, no, I have to forgive myself. Because how this has turned out is not necessarily a reflection of something I've done wrong. You was just being your true, honest self and that's all you can ever be. And I had to forgive myself for catching feelings, for allowing myself to get carried away and realise it's okay that you did that. And until I accepted that about myself, I could not forgive them for hurting my feelings. It's so crucial to forgive yourself first and then you can truly forgive the person who hurt you. Chidira says, take your time. True forgiveness of others doesn't happen until you have been able to sit still with yourself, unpack your own reasoning and finally let go of the judgment you've been placing not just on others, 
but on yourself. Accepting that you have let yourself down despite all the efforts you've made to maintain the standards you expect for yourself makes you feel like a fraud. It's nobody's place to rush you or pressure you into forgiving anybody for anything. No matter how much the sentiment benefits you in the moment, forgiveness of yourself can take a lifetime. And it won't always take a lifetime, but definitely be considerate of that. Isn't that wild? I've never really thought about it like that. Gosh, last couple pages now. Chidira stresses that regret is worse than rejection. Oh, 100%. Especially if you're an overthinker like me. I can't do regrets. If I feel something, until I get clarity on it, I will overthink it till every little detail has been analysed and analysed. And sometimes it's just better to ask the question. Get the no, feel the rejection and be able to close that chapter and move on from it. Because otherwise you'll never get over it. And you need to give yourself the time to. And some people think it's easier for other people because they seem like they've moved on. In reality, they're normally just bottling those emotions and those feelings And that just prolongs healing. Sweeping it under the rug does not make it go away. It just puts it under the rug. Another thing as we wrap up this amazing What a Time to Be Alone book. Chidira talks about work on your offline relevance as much as your online one. So accurate. So many people, and I find this in the Gen Z generation a lot more. I work quite closely with them because of the nature of my job care so much more about how many people follow them online than how many people like them in real life. I'm lucky I'm a millennial so I don't fall into that Gen Z category and I can hand on heart say that there are more people who have a strong impact from my connection in real life than the thousands of people who follow me online. It goes back to what I was talking about in a previous episode. Be kind. Treat people with respect. What will people say about you when you're not around? When your name's brought up in a room, what are the initial things that people want to say? How do you make people feel? It's so important. Anyone can go viral, from a cat to a grandma to a cow at the farm. But just make sure that anyone who connects with you in real life, offline, experiences the best version of you. Because... I don't care what people say, human interaction, that in real life connection, nothing will ever match that. And I want to just give my overall conclusion of this experience before I share some final quotes from Chidira Egele, aka The Slumflower. This may be our longest episode yet. This season has been a very challenging one. Exploring my relationships across the board, from family to friends to colleagues to associates to romantic, it's the most uncomfortable. I thought the financial season was uncomfortable, but actually feelings over finances every day, every time. I've learned so much about how I need to move forward, what I need to prioritise and how to notice when no matter who it is, in what relationship, how to handle some of the things they may throw at me based on their own trauma or their own problems. I even had to do this recently the other day. I walked into work beaming. I'd worked out in the morning. I'd got the kids to school on time. I was in such a good mood. And one of my colleagues was not having such a pleasant morning. 
and within a few minutes try to shift my energy to be more like theirs and it's almost like I had a little mental tennis rack batting the balls away like no 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 that's not coming over here no 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 to the point they even realized later in the day that I'd become standoffish with them in comparison to everyone else in the office and so we was able to talk about it and I was able to explain why I was acting that way and how their actions made me feel I mean for me that's epic a year ago someone pisses me off in the office I either react in that moment or ignore it but harbor ill feelings towards them whereas this time if they hadn't come up to me I'd already made up my mind before I left the office that day I was going to talk to them about it so even just that sometimes we get so in our heads because it's so emotive but just pausing assessing the situation and going back in calmly to have a conversation about what's happened it changes the game honestly and I think I think they respected me more for it. I've also learned along this journey, I just can't be everything for everyone. I think that's my biggest problem, constantly trying to be everything for everyone. I've learned that often boredom and loneliness is the catalyst for bad decisions. And I've been able to acknowledge those feelings and stop myself from acting on them and making bad decisions I've learned that even if it's a family member even if it's a core shaker sometimes people just need to be removed from your life or if not completely removed you need to put up your boundaries so they have less access to you for your own peace for your own mental well-being gosh I feel like I need to go listen back to the whole season (laughs) I feel like whenever I'm feeling low this is a go-to listen for me to remind me of everything I've learned and even what a time to be alone I mean it's it's been on my bedside table since I started this season but it's gonna have to stay there I think that's what I love about the book it's not a heavy read and within five minutes by reading one page it can change your outlook for that day it can change your mood for that day I highly highly recommend it to everyone especially those who feel that their relationships are difficult there's one conclusive thought that isn't linked to something Shadira has said but it's just been really apparent to me while recording this season I remember in episode one in the introduction I was like this podcast is going to be about all the relationships family friends colleagues associates and intimate of course and I noticed that as the episodes went on my most common relationship example reference I had was my intimate ones and I just found that quite interesting because it just goes to show that no matter how many positive relationships you have in your life whether it's your parents or your siblings or your friends or your colleagues we all just want that one person that other weirdo who completely gets us to our fullest and our weirdest and actually to them we aren't a weirdo everyone else is so yeah I just thought that was quite interesting that considering I wanted to base this season on all relationships my most regular relationship I referred to was a core shaker or a casual maybe that just says a lot about me but I think it's so funny in life how no matter how many people love us 
if we don't have that one special person, we feel like there's some love lost there or there's some love missing. It's weird, isn't it? So yeah, I'm still yet to establish why when that one person or that one relationship is missing, it feels like an incomplete puzzle. But what I do know from this journey and reading this book is that that loneliness, as Shadira talks about, that boredom from that lack of intimate partner is just actually an opportunity for me to fill up my own cup, learn more about myself and give the love and energy to myself that I deserve that once someone does come along, I won't have as much time to do. So let's go back to the book after that little diversion. Final words from Chidera from the final pages. She says, if it hurts a lot, all the time, it ain't love, it's prison. Oi, 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 oi. That is some poetry. I feel like I need to print out that quote and put it on my vision board because I definitely have been in prison for a long time. She says, feel secure in your solitude. Occupy yourself with your goals and focus on creating a life you love and you'll outgrow your troubled self. And I've been doing that across this season. I've been really focused on my goals and really focused on doing more things I love day to day so I enjoy life day to day and the toxic Charlotte from a year ago who might have said something wild or reacted in a really dramatic way I can already see she isn't who I am today and that's just 10 weeks 10 weeks ago outgrowing your troubled self is a lifelong journey especially if like me you've had a very traumatic start to life but it's still possible and my final words and this is a quote from the last page of What a Time to Be Alone. A great way to end this season. Chidera says, Even if you're alone, you're still in the best company. Being alone will always be a win because you already live a full and amazing life on your own with great prospects and a delightful future. This book is dedicated to oiling your skin, taking your vitamins, going to cool places alone once in a while and avoiding scenarios that make you second guess yourself no matter how intense the dopamine rushes may you find security in your solitude i really hope that as you've listened to this season you've found strength in your solitude you found hope in your relationships moving forward and you've enjoyed listening oh i feel a bit emotional i don't know end of a end of a chapter end of a book Thank you so much for listening to season three of Love Yours, an experimental podcast. I've been your host, Charlotte Tahira. Don't forget, of course, to like, follow, subscribe, share. Listen back to season one and two if you haven't already. And I will speak to you on season four. Thank you. Love Yours, an experimental podcast.